we can calculate to a certain degree of accuracy um, what surprises we may we may come along and we can account for them um, and then uh, what we're able to do is we're then able to package the entire thing the land the construction the architectural drawings um, the the certification um, project manager in every one of our projects Olá e bem-vindo Welcome to the Simple Life an insider's perspective into Portugal. We already know about Portugal's amazing weather, food and people. In this podcast we go deeper and meet the real people who make this country so wonderful. Dylan, who has made his life in Portugal, shares an insider's perspective into what makes Portugal the unique, beautiful and amazing country that it is. Join him and his guests every week as they shed some light on the incredible people, culture, history and lifestyle that makes Portugal so appealing. A country where everyone feels like they belong. This podcast is sponsored by Portugal Realty. Welcome to The Simple Life. On this week's episode, it's another edition of All Things Property and I'm joined by regular guest and chairman of the Leisure Launch Group, David Patricio. This week's topic, what is the key in hand process? For those of you listening, head over to our YouTube channel to watch some of this episode. And now over to my conversation with David. Welcome back or welcome to another episode of Portugal The Simple Life. And I'm joined by an old favorite regular guest and chairman of the Leisure Launch Group, David. Hi, David. Thanks for being on the podcast again. Ah, yeah. Hi, Dylan. Nice to be back again. Good to have you back. Last time we, we had a, a great conversation about the challenges of building a house in Portugal. You thought we'd spoke for too long. You know, this is uh, this happens in Portugal. We talk a lot, you know, we have conversations. There's always time for a chat, even at the cafe. But um, let's, let's try to keep it brief. Let's jump straight into it. We ended the conversation saying the best solution for, for challenges of building is a, a key in hand solution. Mm -hmm. For the listeners who don't know what that is, just tell us what, just give us a brief breakdown of what a key in hand process is. Key in hand is a terminology that's used here in Portugal a lot. Uh, chave na mão is the, is the term that the Portuguese use. The equivalent is a turnkey solution. The Americans will, will often, you often hear it uh, in the US, they often talk about a turnkey solution. What it means in the, in the construction context is that there is a, you negotiate a price with the contractor and then the contractor assumes all risk. What are the benefits of this is uh, that there are no surprises. Um, the incentive is always for the contractor to deliver on time quickly because time costs money. And most importantly for the buyer, this is, um, it just means that you know exactly what your house is gonna cost, no surprises. Okay. I mean, we, we spoke about the challenges involved in building a house in Portugal and and we covered that last time. Um, but how does this help with some of those challenges? If you want to just reiterate some of those challenges that we spoke about and how this helps with those. Well, the challenges in construction are worldwide. So it's not unique to Portugal. Um, there's things that, 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 um, people who, uh, that people who get involved in construction or building their own homes don't take into account um, 
which are out of the control of, of a contractor who you work, who you contract by the hour, let's say, for argument's sake. Things that he can't control. He can't, there are surprises in the land that he can never anticipate. Sometimes it really, you need to start the construction to know what problems you're going to encounter. They could be uh, got to do with some subsoil, um, rock, uh, things like this. Um, there's also the challenge that the contractors have is that people will change their minds constantly. And I know um, people who have built their houses will say, it was a small change. Um, in construction, there's no such thing as a small change. Um, architects love to draw an extra line. Oh, let's just put a line here and mean an extra wall. From a contractor's point of view, this is, can mean days of work. Uh, moving a simple wall, uh, a counter, moving a kitchen counter from the left to the right. These things can mean days of work. Um, so what happens is, unfortunately, the contractor really needs to, has to pass that cost on to you. The people that he employs are employed by the hour. Um, the longer it takes to build, the, the, long, the, the more he's going to charge you. Um, what I do find coming away from these constructions where uh, where you don't have a key in hand scenario is that both parties to to the transaction come away unhappy. Uh, you know, I've heard, you know, so often I see it on Facebook and things. I got ripped off. Ah, I bet if I spoke to the to the builder, he'd probably say he lost money. So normally with these kind of situations, both parties come away equally unhappy, which is never a, a good thing. Um, with a key in hand um, or the turnkey solution. The price is fixed. Um, there's no risk. There are obviously limitations. What, what you, the the the, the uh, buyer needs to understand that they can't willy nilly make changes to the houses. Yeah. Um, whatever the contract is that or the 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 project that they've presented or the plans that they presented to the contractor cannot be changed, the choice of colors cannot be changed. All of these things need to be predefined. So if you go into a scenario, more professional uh, developers or contractors um, know that these contracts are this thick very often, especially when you come into huge commercial contracts. These things, they go right down to the finest details and changes are zero. Um, why do they do this? Is so that the contractor can more accurately um, give a more competitive a more competitive uh, price um, because at the end of the day he's the one that's going to be assuming all the risk when you're doing it in a foreign country this becomes even more important there's so many things that you as the buyer have no control over you don't understand how the laws work you don't know how the licensing processes work you don't speak the language you don't know the culture of how people how contractors work in that country um, therefore, to take the risk of contracting a friend, uh, a contractor who built a garden wall for a friend, and now assuming that this can translate to a, to a um, half a million euro house, um, yeah. I mean, this you're just asking for trouble. Yeah. Um, so the best is always to look for a, a contractor who specializes in key in hand, and they will then, based on the fact that you are not making alterations, that you, I mean, there is some flexibility always, but that the flexibility is limited, um, that the variables are limited, um, a contractor would be prepared to, to take a risk. And these, the more professional contractors yeah. will take, assume, take the risk away from you and give you a key in price, which is a fixed price.
Yeah. So key in hand process is designed to eliminate risk for both parties. You want the client to be Absolutely. happy, but you want the builder not to go bust. You want him to finish your house. Absolutely. This is so important. Uh, 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 I've been in business for too many years, but any businessman will tell you um, contracts work when both parties are equally satisfied. I mean, this is this is really hard. So good. to the contrary, it shouldn't be both parties equally unhappy because then that's just a, a really bad deal. Um, if part, both parties are equally satisfied, the client comes away with a home of their dreams uh, within the budget that they had set themselves. Um, the contractor comes to the end of the contract. He makes the profit that he estimated or, you know, they're accepting that they will sometimes take, may take a knock, mm -hmm. but um, that it's within the parameters of which they signed the contract. Okay. Everybody's happy. So don't go playing Lego with your house. No. <laughs> Just leave it the way that it is. This is yeah, not a Lego yeah, game. This is yeah. not a Lego game. My son, Benjamin, will be devastated, but it's not a Lego uh, game. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about the the, the different steps um, in a turnkey um, process and, and how this program or this, uh, this process pertains to the different steps. So obviously the first step will always be the client um, acquires the plot of land. Okay. Yeah. How important well, is let, this part? Yeah, let me just say this: there's, there are different uh, different contractors will work on different bases, but I can let me just speak for ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, in 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 most cases, these the two transactions are separate. You acquire a plot of land, um, you acquire, you get an architect to design a house for you. Um, he then take that design and uh, you give it to to a contractor. And then he will quote you quote you a price. This is one of the ways of doing it. Huge risk for all the parties involved because obviously the contractor doesn't know the land. Um, he hasn't been involved in the in the design of the house. So architects, um, wonderful people, super creative, but terrible engineers, and with very little experience on being on site. Um, will often design things that are impractical in um, in um, in, in its application. And not so good um, at managing costs either. A terrible at managing costs. So I don't know how many times I've come across architects who clients have uh, naively uh, contracted them as project managers, um, paying them a percentage over the cost of the property. And when the property has an overrun at the end of the day, they will. the reply is always the same. Oh, but you know, I'm actually an architect. You know, I mean, what's that program? Grand Designs has got a a gazillion of architects Just who thought example. that they could be project managers. But, uh, I mean, the skill set is a completely different one. Um, so that would be the traditional way that people do it. Huge risk for all parties um, on both sides, both the contractor as well as, well as the client, because the contractor is always going to leave um, clauses in the contract that will, that will protect him. Um, if he gets, if he hits, if they hit rock, um, then there's a certain there's a different calculation that will apply. If the, there are certain conditions that are variable, they, then there are calculations that will uh, will apply um, already set up in the beginning of the contract. Unfortunately, for the buyer, these things can cause overruns in budgets and things like that. Okay, so and obviously, how would how would this differ with a with a key in hand process? With the leisure launch key in hand process, what we do is we secure the properties ourselves. We source the property first. We have in-house architects that design the house. So we're now, when, when the architect is designing the house, he's taking into consideration what the, the application of it in on site, how will it work? We test the soils. 
um, we um, we know um, we we can calculate to a certain degree of accuracy um, what surprises we may we may come along and we can account for them um, and then um, what we're able to do is we're then able to package the entire thing the land the construction the architectural drawings um, the the certification um, project manager in every one of our projects the client will be appointed a project manager a dedicated project manager so you have your own project manager that liaises with is your contact between um, yourself you're communicating to them in English and mm -hmm. they dealing with a contractor who's Portuguese it's very okay. rare that you find contractors um, that speak English or any yeah. other language for that well, matter just just um, coming back uh, before we come to the construction costs and project management the other part of all of this with the land and, and with you guys sourcing the land the licensing is very clear what can and can't be done absolutely so before we present a plan to the client, the architects have already been to the council. They understand from the council exactly uh, what can be built on the property. We, as a rule, as a company, we only build on urbanized land. In other words, what does that mean in the Portuguese context? It means that the land already has services in place. So it is very clear for both the um, uh, architect and the council, what can be built there, which the land, which is defined on the title of the land. Um, so this makes the makes the the the, the job more much more efficient. We also we also tend to build uh, in a location where we occupy the entire urbanisation. Again, uh, the there's no other word for it in in, in English. The Portuguese will refer to it as the lotiament. So there's a concentration of homes. Um, working together, being built at a similar time, which means that the, each owner of, the, of each individual house is benefiting from the synergy of having the same contractor working in the same area. So there's some huge savings that can be made uh, in that regard from the buyer's yeah. point of view. And also from a practical point, there's not construction happening around them for the next 10 years because everything's getting done more or less at the same time. Absolutely. Another part that's important, you have people that want to buy a one-off plot Who's going to run electricity for that plot? Who's going to run the plumbing? This ends up being a massive cost that people don't factor in. Yes, That's what, what it, yes, the, what what people often don't know. It's just it's just lack of experience uh, in this area. Uh, what often people believe falsely believe is that the council it's the council's responsibility to run services to your property in the middle of in the middle of the countryside. That is not the case. The responsibility is always yours. So what happens, the first one to be there is the one that pays. So at the end of the day, if you happen to be at the end of the road and you want to build a house and there are no other houses around you, you will most likely have to pay for the, for the sand road you go, or dust road. You're going to have, most likely to have to pay for the new uh, paved road all the way to your house. You will most likely have to pay for the sewerage, water, electricity, um, uh, telecommunications, mm -hmm gas, all of these lines, you will have to, to, to pay for them. And then the surprise is at the end, you hand it over to the council and the council becomes the owner of these services. This is how it works. Even in your own country, this is how it works. It's exactly. only the developer that's responsible for the accounts. The, 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 the not so fun part 
is that whoever comes after you and builds houses along that road, they don't have to pay the yeah. same cost that you did, but uh, that's the way it goes. Developers accept this as part of their, of their job, of their I, business. I caught you. I saw you. You were, you were going to use a Portuguese term when you said in the middle of nowhere, you were going to say, and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, leave our cli- we'll leave our listeners Thank to figure you. out what Thank that you. is. So Let it's good go that you didn't it. say that. But look anyway. up on Google, yeah. <laughs> moving along okay so land is there it's all very clear what can be done the the the, the installations are all done the next part there is uh, there's a very clear contract for construction which manages the costs in all of this uh, absolutely so yeah. what what effect what essentially happens in a, a turnkey solution or in a keen and solution is that the contractor assumes the risks and this is where it benefits you. So it is quite normal, and it can happen, especially in the last two years, it can happen that the contractor will reach the end of the contract and have lost money. It's their business model. It's a risk that they take. It's not one that they enjoy taking, but it's part of it. So let me give you a very simple example. Properties that were built in the last two years, um, we've had um, COVID, the, uh, COVID the, 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 the fallout from COVID, We've had wars here in Europe. We've had the Ukrainian war. We've had recession. We've had all of these things. We've had inflation. All of these costs um, have been absorbed by the contractor. If you signed a contract, if you your house was being built, um, let's say in 2022, let's say the construction started um, in January of 2022, and you did a contract with a, with a keen hand contractor, the contractor has had to absorb the cost of steel, which went up by forty percent. Um, the cost of um, the the cost of concrete and cement, which went up on average of twenty percent in the last uh, twenty in the year twenty two and uh, in twenty three. They've had to absorb the cost of labor going up. They've had to absorb all of these costs um, in in that contract. Um, which often the buyer doesn't appreciate until he goes onto the market to sell his house and he realizes, oh my word, my house is worth 100,000 pounds more than when I actually contracted it. Uh, That's the positive side for him um, and the safe side, obviously, from in terms of in that that context. Okay, so you guys have answered two very important questions already in this key in hand slash turnkey process. The land, is it licensed? Is it clear what I can do on my land, et cetera? Do I, am I going to have to pay any extra costs for, for, for installations, for, for um, you know, your water, electricity, all those telecommunications? The second is, what am I getting and how much am I going to, am I going to pay? That's already been answered by this turnkey process. And then the next thing, and this is this for me the the key, one of the huge parts, because in I've, as you know, I've been here for almost 15 years, your the leisure launch group is the only group that offers a project manager to the clients. The project manager knits all the stuff together um, for yeah. on behalf of the client while they're sitting wherever they are in the world. Just explain the project manager's role and why this is so important. Well, the project once once you bought, once you've acquired, once you once you've committed to buying the property or, or the entire project, let's say land and, and construction, yeah. you get allocated a, a project manager. Um, um, who am I thinking of? You've got we, uh, um, certain names that I can remember off the top of my head. You've got Tanya, you've got Denise, a lot of clients that are probably watching this video deal with them every day. Tanya and Denise have between them hundreds of properties delivered. So this is a level of experience that is, is very unlikely, certainly in Portugal, that you will meet 
a, an engineer or an architect with a level of experience. They are dealing with contractors all day long, every day, but at the same time, they're dealing with clients and client expectations and managing those, those expectations every day. That person is there to be your contact, to be your contact with a contractor, to be your contact with a technical with a technical team who take care of your certifications and licensing. She will be, or he will be, in, the, in, in that case, they will be the, the people that will be talking um, to these people every day. You don't need to do this. You, they take care of it while you relax and uh, um, enjoy your life, and they'll be doing that. They will be the ones that will be liaising with your interior decorators, with the, the team from Portugal Interiors. They will be dealing with them so that the, the ladies already start to prepare your the design of your home, the, the furniture, these kind of things, the colors that you mean. They will have already, they will already understand what your your what are you looking for in your home and how you're trying to want to experience your home. So they will be doing, they will be your contact there. And then when it comes to that serious part that we often try to stay away from, um uh, tax issues they will also be talking to the accountants and giving the accountants the things in the form that they that they need and then once your your property is ready to be occupied or delivered from by the contractor they will be the ones that do the snagging they will be the ones that will prepare all the documentation if you choose to rent your property your your property man your uh, project manager will be the one that will have all of that information all of that certification all of the licensing documentation to hand over to the team that will do the project yeah. management and renting afterwards. Yeah, well, that was going to be segueing to the next thing was the, the licensing, the actual habitation license of the property is also taken care of in all this turnkey process. All it's of huge. that is done. All of that is done. That is all, all is done. In the leisure launch model, that is all done. Um, in, in This is not a key in hand uh, function. Um, normally, contractors don't get involved in this. Their function yeah. is to build the house. Normally, the Certification, the licensing, these things are taken care of by a, a an outside architect or, well, actually not an architect, more more uh, an engineer. Uh, but all of these things are taken care of by either an architect or an engineer. Um, these are costs that you have to bear. These are timings that you have to manage. Um, often these technical people will say to the client, no, you're the one that's signing, therefore you need to go. So often people will have to go and stand at the council uh, trying to understand why their licensing hasn't been processed or what what else needs to be done along the along the way in the leisure launch uh, scenario none of this happens we take care of everything our client is sitting in the us or sitting in the uk or sitting somewhere on the other side of the planet belgium don't forget our belgians belgium let's not let's not forget our belgian and dutch clients and um, they will be sitting at home enjoying their lives getting ready to come and live in Portugal or to come and use their property in Portugal because these people, this team of people, there's a, we calcul we worked it out the other day, Louise and I were talking, there are 50 people whose sole purpose is to make sure that your home is delivered on time and in budget in the most beautiful form possible so that you can just come to Portugal and enjoy the simple life. I'm looking at that logo on your shirt, exactly. on your on your exactly. hoodie. Well, um, we can do a very quick way of answering this question. Just nod your head or shake your head. There's nobody that's providing all of these services in the market today. No, not in Portugal. It's listen. Yeah. To to be fair, on on any company, this is quite an expensive exercise to do. 
It's very labor intensive and, and you need really qualified people to be able to offer the service. So most companies would, for obvious reasons, shy away from doing this. We've done this for the last uh, nearly 20 years, so we are quite comfortable with it. Yeah. And what we want from all of this is for people just to come. That part's it's all really taken good. care of and they can just enjoy the simple life in Portugal. Just enjoy good, great life, uh, which reminds me. I'm going for lunch. So I'm going to let you call it. It's a wrap. So thank you once again to David. And thank you to all of you for listening. Please subscribe, share with your friends, give us a thumbs up, and please leave a comment or a review. We always love to hear from you. Don't forget, Portugal The Simple Life also has a magazine. So download it. It's for free. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And as we say in Portugal, Cesar's bem vindo. Welcome to the simple life.